one of the one of the things I've come to understand is that anytime there is a genuine, there is also a counterfeit. And anytime people fight the genuine, it is not because they are wicked, but it is because the level of understanding about the genuine is very shallow. So if you want people to begin to celebrate what you have personally come to love, if you want people to personally, you know, begin to adore what you adore, then one of the things you need to do is to teach them. And that is one of the greatest ministries of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given to us so that he would teach us. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will teach you. You understand? So you need to understand that one of the things that one, uh, these days in our generation has become uh, one of the, 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 the things that the enemy is fighting, one of the ministries that the enemy is fighting, and people are also abusing it, is the prophetic ministry. And unfortunately, this prophetic ministry, uh, um, if you don't have an open mind to know what it is, you will not appreciate it. And once you don't appreciate it, you cannot benefit from this ministry. You see, the background, if, if you are somebody that comes from, for example, from among Fulanese, there is a way you understand cows. And, but, and you, if you are somebody also who is not from a Fulani um, you know, background, there's also a way you see cows, you understand. For a Fulani, a cow is everything to him. A cow is like, uh, is like gold. A cow is everything to him. But for you, a cow may just be an animal. A cow may just be some animal that has four legs. But for him, it is everything. Do you understand me? Now, I want you to understand that if you want somebody to begin to adore, for example, a cow, then you need to let the person understand why you adore the cow and have an open mind. If you have, if you have an open mind, then you can really you know, understand why people do what they do. And I am here to because in our generation, you cannot do without the prophetic. And I am not the one saying it is in the Bible. You cannot do without the prophetic in our generation. You cannot stay in this generation without, you know, if this generation is about the prophetic, then if you are in this generation, you must know what it is. You must understand what it is. That your understanding about this whole thing will empower you to position yourself so that things are going wrong you can tell 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 it and when things are going right you can also position yourself to receive it am i talking to somebody here so tonight i want to talk to you about what i've entitled prophetic advantage or let me say you can also put it this way um having a prophetic advantage positioning yourself for a prophetic advantage prophetic advantage Oh, tonight will be awesome. Somebody under the sound of my voice. By the time I am done tonight, grace will locate you wherever you are. Grace will locate you in the name of Jesus. You see, this whole thing about the prophetic, I believe that everybody here on Healing Room, uh, one or the other, if you have joined or sat under my ministry, by now you should learn something about the prophetic. I started talking to you about the fact that when we say the prophetic, we are not just talking about prophesying, but we are talking about your ability to be sensitive and to be obedient to the Holy Spirit's voice per time. So if you are very sensitive to the voice of the spirit and you are able to obey what he tells you to do, then you are prophetic. So let me give you, just give you an example. So for example, somebody, you, you are there and maybe the Lord gives you a dream. And in the dream, you saw that when you were going to church on Sunday, you were putting on a white attire, top and down. And you saw in the realm of the spirit that you had gone to church and you were waving white handkerchief. 
So when you wake up in the morning, a prophetic person will intentionally wear white, white. Why? Because number one, God spoke to the person. Number two, the person is trying to obey what God said. So even though you may not fully understand what you saw, but by the fact that you saw something where you were in white, white, and you were in church waving white handkerchief, you would want to go and look for a white handkerchief and wear a dress that is white white and go to church and make sure that you wave it unto the Lord. So your, your ability to be sensitive to this one and obey it is what we call prophetic. That is, it means that the person is prophetic. One day, a certain sister uh, called Sister um, Ella told me that he was, she was there when she heard a voice that she should go and sow a certain seed into the life of a certain man. And she took the money and went to sow the seed. By the time she was done sowing the seed, the man called her and said, woman, you have saved me and you have saved my daughter. Because as I speak right now, I don't have money at all. People think I have money, but I don't have money at all. And my daughter has been asked to come back home because I've been unable to pay her fees. But I have been praying that God should send an angel. And because of what you have done, I think that you are the angel. You have saved me from disgrace. You have saved my daughter's education. People of God, the ability of Sister Esther to hear the voice that, oh, let me go and give money to this man. That one is prophetic. And her ability to also obey what she heard by going a step further to send that mobile money and um, um, do that transaction to that person, that obedience is also prophetic. So when we say you are prophetic, you are sensitive to the voice and you are obedient to the voice per time. So tonight, I want you to understand that you cannot be in this generation without being prophetic. No matter your career or your job, you are supposed to be prophetic. If you are not prophetic, you will not enjoy your Christian life. If you are not prophetic, you will think that Christianity is all about going to church. If you are not prophetic, somebody will deceive you. If you are not prophetic, in our generation where fetish priests are putting on tie and suit and they are holding Bible, I'm telling you, you'll be deceived. Now, let us go into the scripture. In the book of, um, how do you call it? Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter number 2. The verse number 28. Joel chapter number 2. The verse number 28. The Bible said, Then, um, then let, me, let me read from um, the New Living Translation. Then, after doing all those things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on servants, men and women alike. So you understand from this scripture that Joel prophesied that in the last days, which days is he talking about? In the last days. He said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, on all people. And the things he spoke about, not just the pouring of the spirit. So you see, having the Holy Spirit is not enough. You must walk in the prophetic. He said that when the spirit is poured, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. So, so prophesying is part of the prophetic package that God prepared in our generation. Then he said, your old men would dream dreams. Dreaming dreams is, has everything to do with the prophetic. Um, I mean, many years ago, the Lord spoke to me about Ghana scoring uh, against DR Congo and the first goal coming on the 63rd minute. In fact, that's that message about that goal, I received it in a dream. So you see, it was so sharp. 
and it was we would say in Ghana we would say it, it was dito dito it was a sharp accurate prophetic word but this prophetic word I did not get it in a vision in open vision but it was an it was a closed vision in other words I received it in a dream so you see the dreaming aspect is also part of the prophetic so some of you after tonight you are going to have prophetic dreams you will dream i remember when i was in the university nowadays i've stopped dreaming <laughs> nowadays i've stopped dreaming but when i was in the university i used to dream sometimes about 30 dreams in a night 30 i'm not i'm not exaggerating Sometimes I receive 15 dreams in a night, 20 dreams in a night. And when I wake up, I remember all of them. I have this diary in my house. It is called presidential diary. Those of you who are into politics and, you know, they have this presidential diaries that, you know, they share around. And, and I was fortunate to have, you know, one. I wrote all my dreams, one. So I wake up, I write number one, number two, number three, number four. I write sometimes about 20, 30 dreams all in a night. When I wake up, I remember each of them. I remember every one of them. I see the dream had just been given. Dreaming is part of the prophetic. Dreaming is part of the prophetic. Then he said, your young men will also see visions. And so seeing visions are also part of the prophetic. So when somebody comes and say, I saw a vision, I saw a vision. Vision is part. The first time I saw a vision direct on my eyes was at the Pentecost University when I was about to complete. That was when the first time I saw open vision and I saw a name of a town right on my eyes. I saw A-K-U-S-E right on my eyes and since that time i've been seeing visions but you know um, that is also the prophetic you understand me so we have established from this point that right from the old testament it was prophesied that in the last days which is these days in which we are he said that the prophetic which has to do with prophesying dreaming dreams and seeing vision it will be so common that even three-year-old children will be telling you, Mommy, I saw an angel. Oh, my God. Kada, gada, gada. Three-year-old children, four-year-old children will be telling you, Daddy, I saw Jesus Christ standing beside you. Huh. And sometimes you say, you tell them, Oh, what are you talking about? I don't know whether I have witnesses in the house. Do I have witnesses in the house? Because sometimes, some of these children, they, they will tell you that, Daddy, when I slept, I saw a certain woman. I saw a certain man, and they were doing this. Please, be, can I prophetically digress and tell somebody this? Be mindful of the things your children tell you. Be mindful. Because not all of them are childish things. Some of them are prophetic. It has been prophesied that these days in which we are, some of these things will be so normal. So if you are here, and you are Holy Ghost filled, and you are tongue-speaking believer, and you are not operating in the prophetic, then something is lacking somewhere. But after tonight, that grace is coming upon you. You understand me. You understand me very well. Very good. I'm happy that you understand me very well. So, you see, when we say um, a prophet, who is a prophet? Who is a prophet? You see, let me, let, before I go to who is a prophet, let me talk about who a prophet is not. Who a prophet is not, or who is not a prophet. Uh -huh. Number one is that prophets are not God. Uh -huh. as, I, as I mentioned it, I want you to be sharing it in the chat box. Somebody should be typing the points there for us. Prophets are not God. A prophet is not God. A prophet. Is not God. Anytime you see a man who is a prophet and that person is making you feel as if he is God, then check the source of his prophetic. Maybe he's operating with a familiar spirit or he's operating with some, some occultic power. People of God, prophets are not God. God is omnipotent. In another way, he's all-powerful. Prophets are not omnipotent. They are not all-powerful. That is why a prophet can die. That is why a prophet 
might might you know can can you can go to a prophet with your problem but he will not give you solution that day because he he's not omnipotent he he himself he's just a vessel that god is using to do something in your life prophet is not god because prophet um, god is omniscient god knows everything he is the god of all knowledge you understand Bible says in First Samuel chapter six, he said that God is the God of all knowledge, and by Him all actions are weighed. That was a that was a, the, the the prayer of of Hannah. You see, anytime it is only God who knows everything. Prophets do not know everything. That is why Samuel went to the house of Jesse to anoint the king. When he saw Eliab and Shammai, he said, ah, this one is the one God has chosen. Meanwhile, he was not. And God told him, hey, shut up, shut up, prophet, shut up. Shut up. Because you men, you look at the outward, but I, the Lord, I look at the heart. So sometimes a prophet can miss it. Please, can I say this? When a prophet misses it, don't be too alarmed and say, hey, this one, hey, how can a prophet miss it? Prophets can miss it. They can because they are not God. The prophet is not God. So because he's not God, only God cannot miss it. But a prophet can miss it. Even someone as sharp as he was, as, as accurate as he was, he was he he, he couldn't identify that uh, um, David um, was the one supposed to be king. Oh, a prophet is not omniscient. In other words, he does not know everything. Sometimes there are times that people have come to me and say, man of God, I want you to uh, pray about this thing for me. We, we need an answer to, do, to this and that. Then I will pray and fast and I will not hear anything. I will not see anything. Uh, it happens. And sometimes when somebody is uh, working in the prophetic and the person tells you oh i have prayed but i didn't say anything in fact you need to you need to thank god for the life of such a person because they are very genuine anytime you meet a prophet who behaves as though he knows everything uh, check check the source of that prophetic it cannot be god it cannot it cannot be from god because prophets are not god Prophets are not God. Prophet, I so me, I'm not God. <laughs> I'm not God. I know that God is using me to raise a lot of sons and daughters. Now, one of the prayers I've been praying is that, like Elijah gave birth to Elisha, I am going to have over 100 people from the healing room platform who operate in the prophetic even more than me, so that we can say that, oh, or who, who, if you cannot operate, operate like my level. But if you will operate too, then operate more than me. I am trusting God that we will see a lot of EODs in a lot of people. People will say, ah, this girl is manifesting the prophetic like Immanuel Chodako. Ah, that young man is manifesting the prophetic like Immanuel Chodako. That is what we are talking about. So, so, um, Prophet don't know everything. Me, I don't know everything. But there are times that God has used me to mention telephone number. I remember one day around here in the north, I went for a certain youth meeting. This time it was not even part of it. The whole number was given. I was shocked. I was shocked. How can God give you the exact time that the football match will come? The football, um, how do you call goal will come? It is too sharp and accurate for me. Me, myself, I was shocked. I mean, there are countless times I've prophesied and me myself that I prophesied. I am shocked by my own self that, that this prophetic thing has come from me. Hey, I was shocked. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. I was shocked. So it tells you that we are not God. We don't know everything. So please be mindful. I, I just wanted to just tell, talk to you about these three things. God is omnipotent, he's all-powerful. Prophets are not all-powerful. So when you come to somebody, the person prays for nothing happens, the person in your marriage has not come, it doesn't mean that he's fake. You cannot tell, you cannot say that somebody is fake just because the person was not able to tell you something you want to know. No, that is not how it works. You cannot say the person is fake because he prayed for you, your marriage did not come, or he prophesied to you and did not come to pass. No, that alone is not enough. 
You understand me? So prophet is not God. I want you to understand. Because a prophet is not God, you are not supposed to put your trust in the prophet. You are not supposed to put all your hope and your faith in the prophet. You need to put all your trust and faith in God. But then there is a certain dimension of faith you must place in the man of God. And that kind of faith is in the fact that the God of the man can do something for you. That is the faith we are talking about. Not faith in the man of God, but faith in the God of the man. Am I talking to somebody here? And anytime you place faith in the God of the man, the man of God will know it. He will know it that you are trying to place demand and faith in the God that he carries and in the anointing that he carries. You believe that this anointing was given by God. So by virtue of your ability to place that faith and trust in the God of that man, he will respond to it and he will even minister more in the prophetic to you. You understand? So you see, prophet, let me tell you who a, a prophet is. Prophets are spiritual agents. Prophets are spiritual agents. Some of these things I'm sharing with you, I picked some of these things from my own book, Igniting the Prophetic, and I also picked some from my spiritual father, Bishop Oyedepo, and other people. So I'm giving you a combination of very rich materials, good contents. It will be a blessing. Prophets are spiritual agents who have been set apart to carry out divine mandates or assignments. Prophets carry overflowing and transferable unction. You see, I've told you that prophets are spiritual agents. When you see a prophet, they are not just normal people. They are spiritual agents of God. God has set them apart for a divine assignment. I believe that Healing Room Global is one of the prophetic divine assignments the Lord has given us. You understand? Prophets carry overflowing and transferable unction. Anytime you meet a prophet, they are not just vessels, but they carry transferable anointing. That unction called the prophetic oil, it is overflowing and it can be transferred. Therefore, tonight, I decree, I transfer the grace, the prophetic oil upon my life, even upon somebody under the sound of my voice. Those who are desiring, may it be your portion in the name of Jesus. You understand? Prophets are so, you know, they are territorial commanders. They are territorial commanders. Anytime a prophet, unless the prophet is not from God, but anytime a genuine prophet enters a land, they become commanders of that territory. You understand? That transferable unction that is coming upon you tonight, it is going to make you a territorial commander. From tonight, you see, the prophetic can be transferred. That is why God told Moses, take up the spirit. I want to take up the spirit that is upon thee and give it unto the other people. So the anointing, the prophetic unction can be transferred. And when you receive it, you become a territorial commander. Tonight, God is raising territorial commanders in that organization. Territorial commanders in that office. Territorial commanders in that, that vicinity. Am I, am I talking to some commanders in the house? Somebody declare, I am a commander. I am a commander. Prophets are territorial commanders. They command territories. You see, that is why Elijah could dare the prophets of Baal and said, if you think that your God is God, then call upon him. Let the God answer it by fire. Let him be God. And the people tried all they could, but nothing happened. They had to cut themselves, but nothing happened. But when Elijah called upon the God of fire, the God of fire came down and consumed that offering, that sacrifice. You understand me? They, they control territories. So when you are lucky and you are blessed and you, you have a prophet around, 
around you or in your life. You, you, are, you are receiving, you are not just having a man of God in your life, but you have somebody that you can receive that prophetic unction from. You see, let me tell you something. Let me digress and tell you something. You see, not, not everybody can teach what they are doing. A lot of people, are doing many things, but not everybody who is good at doing something can teach about what they are doing. I don't know whether I'm communicating. Not everyone that is good at doing something can teach how to do that thing that they are doing. You see, I believe that one of the graces God has given me is the teaching anointing. So I teach with a prophetic undertone. So that anointing to teach because I am teaching you who is a prophet and how to also manifest in the prophetic. Take advantage of the prophetic. You understand me? So everything that is happening here tonight, it is going to yield mighty results in somebody's life. My God, my God, my God, I'm sure you have been blessed. <laughs> Prophets are dangerous to mock. When you see a man, you see the, the, these little children saw Elisha. He said, eh, "When you read the tree Bible, the Asante tree Bible, say akokratipa frobra, akokratipa." In other words, akokra utiapa frobra. They were mocking Elisha, and Elisha commanded the the the, the bears to come and chew them up. Listen. Um, I know that in the last days, we have the spirit of Jesus and the spirit of Jesus is merciful, but understand that the spirit of Jesus is also just. The spirit of Jesus is also just. He's a just God. That is why the Bible says that if you confess, he's faithful and just to forgive. You understand? He's a just God. Listen to me, people of God. You see, it is dangerous you to, to mock a prophet. Because the kind of covenant they have with God, where they are able to tell you what the God himself is thinking and what God himself is planning. You see, God decides to show his secrets. Not everybody is, is able to know your secrets. Am I telling the truth? Not everybody is able to have access to your secret things. There are secrets you have done. Even your wife does not know. Even your husband does not know. There are certain secrets you have never told even your brother or your sister whom you came out from the same womb with. But only one person somewhere knows that secret. See, God decides to reveal his secrets to only people they call prophets. To people they call prophet. In the last days, the Bible says that that prophetic unction is being poured upon all flesh. And you can also walk in that dimension. My God. So it is dangerous when you want to mock a prophet. Because when you want to, you see, when you want, what, there are several ways people mock prophet. Sometimes somebody will come and tell, man of God, I will do this for you. And they will come and lie and go like that. I remember when Ananias and Sapphira came to Peter. He said that you, they just buried him. You to get ready, they will bury you. You to you will go. And they all died and went. You see, don't mock men of God like that. You cannot be deceiving them. You cannot be deceiving them. Otherwise, you die before your time. It's very dangerous. You understand? <laughs> Prophets are agents of divine help. They are agents of divine help. They, they are destiny helpers. Do I have witnesses in the house? Oh, I'm excited tonight. I don't know about you. Don't worry. We'll get to pray very soon. We are supposed to close at 9.30. I have more time. Listen, prophets are destiny helpers. Anytime God brings a help, a, 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 a prophet your, your way, he has introduced a destiny helper in your life. He has, he has, you see, when Israel was praying and they were crying, God, we are suffering. We, are, we want deliverance. God did not bring deliverance. God brought a prophet. Can I say this again? When Israel, was in Egypt and they were weeping and the Egyptians were beating them, giving them hard work to do and all those things. And they were wailing. And Bible says that, and God said that the cries of the people have ascended unto me. When they were praying for deliverance from the Egyptians, God did not just bring deliverance. Why didn't God bring deliverance? God knows that he has given prophets 
that mandate to bring deliverance. So when they were praying for deliverance, God gave them Moses. And Moses was a prophet. So you see, anytime you are praying for deliverance, God will bring you a prophet. Anytime you are trusting God for help, God will bring a prophet. Because prophets are agents of divine help. And therefore, tonight, I stand upon this revelation of scripture. And I declare over somebody under the sound of my voice. Any help you are trusting God for, whatever form of help you need, as you are typing amen and shouting amen, may God cause that help to locate you right now by fire, by torture. Somebody shout amen. Prophet are agent of restoration. There are agents of restoration. Prophet, anytime a prophet comes into your life, they carry restoration with them. So as you embrace them, you receive restoration. There are also agents of signs and wonders. Prophet are agents of signs and wonders. Anytime God wants to perform signs and wonders, he will look for a prophet and through the prophet he will cause signs and wonders i remember when elijah commanded fire to come from heaven my god i remember i remember i remember i remember when i saw that sign i said no this is a prophet this is a prophet this is a and jesus was the greatest prophet of all time he walked in signs and wonders and jesus said that these signs shall follow thee i am praying for you may somebody receive signs and wonders in their life prophets are they deliver spiritual warning they deliver spiritual warning anytime there's a prophet they will come and tell you they will warn you they will warn you hey do this hey don't do that it is part of the prophetic ministry jeremiah and co all the prophets god raised god used to warn the people of god so anytime you see if i always come by the grace of god you know humility and i come and i never want you to stay away from sin warn you i don't want you to stay away from evil then what kind of prophetic vessel i, I am am i i need to let you understand you see they they, they are Agent, they will deliver divine warnings, not only warning us from sin, but when there is evil coming, God will sometimes show it to them and they will come and announce it. It's very important. Am I telling someone, am I blessing somebody? They carry the unction to transform. They are agents of transformation. After tonight, somebody is going to receive transformation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want us to use five minutes to pray. After that, I will show you the keys to tapping into this prophetic ministry around you. You know that, let me tell you something. Today, I, I've been thinking about something. You know, do you know that you can stay very close to a university, but it will never earn you a degree? Staying close to the University of Harvard will not earn you a degree or a certificate from the University of Harvard. You understand me? <laughs> it is just like the way we say, being born in a garage does not mean you are a car. It will never make you a car. <laughs> There are people who are very close to prophets, but they never benefit from the prophetic. Meanwhile, there are others who are far away from the prophetic vessel, but yet they are, they are, they, they are so close that, that even those who are physically close to them. And sometimes I don't understand why there are people who are close, like sometimes your family members. Sometimes even they are the ones who don't even value what you carry. They don't even value what you carry. Sometimes it's amazing. And I'm preaching from scripture because this was the life story of Jesus. When even the people around him say, about you, we know you. Are you not the carpenter's son? And today you are coming, you just woke up. Now you say you are the Messiah. When did you become Messiah? As for the Messiah, we are expecting him, but you, you cannot be the Messiah. Because when you were a small boy, you were playing chaskele around this place. When you were a small boy and you, your father, the carpenter, was carrying wood, going to, going to the other people's house to go and, you know, how do you call it, manufacture tables and chairs. We saw you carrying wood, following your father. And right now, you have grown, you were a teenager, you were walking around with pimples around your face like that. Right now. Hey! 
brother, brother Jesus, brother J. Hey, brother J. Right now that we saw you walking around, right now, no, you say you are the Messiah. Hey. They, and Bible said that because of that, they could not, Jesus could not perform any miracle. He could not, not that he did not want to, he could not. He could not. Not that he did not, he could not perform any sign, any miracle because of their unbelief. They, 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 could, they just could not accept the fact that a human being who you have seen eating and drinking, roaming about so close to them, is, suddenly has become supernatural. They could not understand. They could not accept it. They, could, they just could not accept it. So sometimes the people who are around, it is, it, is so, it is so amazing. The people who are rather far away, you will be there and God will show you something about somebody in America. You'll be there, somebody, God will just show you the address of somebody. And you wonder, it is because people don't know how to take advantage of the prophetic ministry that God has given them or the prophetic person that God has brought around them. They don't know how to tap from them. They don't know how to, you know, how to how to engage that oil and benefit from that oil so they'll be around for years and their lives will still be the same let me tell you after after giving you all the definitions of a prophet and who a prophet is that they are destiny helpers they are agent of transformation they are this they are that they are that constant they are agent of signs and wonders if after all this and you don't see transformation, you don't receive help, you don't receive all those, that, then something is wrong somewhere. Then something is wrong somewhere. You understand? It, it, so, so I want to ask to pray for just five minutes. You are praying and you are telling God, God, if the prophetic, you said that prophets are agents, there are people who, who have the unction, transferable unction, then God, let this prophetic anointing come upon my head. People of God, I'm telling you, you need it. You need it. I know how I came across, I met a certain man, how the man lost millions of Ghana cities just because of a bad business deal he ventured into. If he had known by the, by the instrument of the prophetic, if he had known that this thing I'm entering into will let me lose all my money, he would not have entered, ventured into that business. But because he didn't know, and there was nothing in him to even look for, to, to look for answers, he, he, he ended up destroying his life. People of God, no matter the profession in which you are, you need the prophetic. I want you to lift up your hands right now. Begin to burst into tongues and pray and say, oh God, give me, let there be a transfer, transference of grace, transference of oil. Prophetic oil can be transferred. Grace can be transferred. We call it the transference of graces. And this evening, wherever you are, lift up your voice and pray just for the next five minutes. You blow in tongues, blow in the super natural. Begin to utter mysteries in the realm of the spirit. Cry unto God and say, my father, my father, let the prophetic grace also be transferred upon my life. Let it be transferred upon my wife, my husband. Let it be transferred upon my children. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. You want to unmute and begin to join us in prayer. In the name of Jesus, just for four minutes more, begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Maya gada gada. Niko shaba yagada. Rinde gede. Arunza. Oh, God, 
name of Jesus in the name of Jesus wherever you are all over the world if this thing can be transferred Many years ago, I met a man. I said, ah, God, how I desire this prophetic grace upon this man. Let it come upon me. And today, I, I, I see myself doing what the man does. Oh, my God. As you are seated there, wherever you are, distance is not a barrier in the spirit. If prophet, this thing can be transferred. Then tonight, wherever you are, may God raise a lot of EODs among anyone listening to me, anyone that is desiring this oil, wherever you are, may God raise this prophetic utterance or, or grace and place them upon you. In the name of Jesus, receive this grace, receive this grace, receive it now, receive it now. Take it, take it, take it. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive this grace. Let it come upon your children. May all your four children move in the prophetic. May all your four children, all your three children, your two children, and your children yet to be born. May, may your husband, your future husband, may your wife and your future wife, may your, your siblings, may they walk in the prophetic. Oh, what how the imagine how the family will be like when your when your husband is moving in the prophetic and your children are moving in the prophetic and you yourself you are moving the what a home how the house will be like it will be so beautiful my god my god it is happening to somebody those who are typing amen it is happening to you right now in the name of jesus my god my god my god now, I want to give you six keys how to tap. You see, like I told you, people saw Jesus around. They couldn't tap because they, he's their brother. They have seen him. Uh, I mean, it's normal. <laughs> so because of that, they lost what was supposed to be given to them. In his own hometown, that is why he said that a prophet with, is without honor, except in his in his. Is in his in his own hometown. Mm -hmm. a, a prophet is without. In other words, every prophet has honor, but in their hometown, it is difficult. Because when they are, they ask for the hometown, they know them. In other words, where so so you see, he that received a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receives, what what sometimes we we forget to understand is that. We forget that a prophetic is, 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 is a calling. It's, it is not the human being. It's not just the human being. It's a calling. So you, you, you must now grow to understand that the person is the one God has called. You, you may not like the person's color. You may not like the height. He, he may be slim like myself. You may not like slim people. But you, 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 you just have to understand that that person is who god has given me so number one one key number one key to tapping into the prophetic around you so that as it is around you you benefit from it number one is that receive them number one receive them i want you to write, write notes take notes john chapter 1 verse 12 receive them if you want to tap right now you see, if you want to tap, just receive them. Receive them. 
You cannot reject a prophet and be blessed by his ministry. You cannot insult a prophet and be blessed by his ministry. You cannot insult. You cannot, you know, you cannot, it, it can't happen. You cannot reject him and yet receive his function. You see, it, the, the anointed carries the anointing. The anointed carries the anointing. The anointing is upon the anointed. So it, you cannot really separate the anointing from the anointed because it is the anointed that carries the anointing. You understand me? So if you cannot receive the anointed, then you cannot receive the anointing. So if you want to really tap, then you must receive him. John chapter 1 verse 12, he said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe it on his name. So you must receive him, receive her, or receive him, receive him. If you receive the prophet, receive him. You see, as many as receive him, I have gone to places where some people did not receive me. They did not receive me because they didn't know who I am. They didn't know who I am, so they did not receive me. And because they didn't receive me, whatever they were supposed to get, they also didn't get because they didn't receive me. You see, they didn't receive me. They did not. You see, and, it, and these things are very popular around Pentecostals. The charismatists do better. They do better than we the Pentecostals. As for the Pentecostals, oh, be on your behalf. Sure. Oh, we are all elders. Oh, we are all dickens. Oh, we are all uh, this thing. It is it, it happens among Pentecostals a lot. Oh, be on your behalf. It is never true. It is never true. We can all be schoolmates, but we are not grace mates. We are, can all be schoolmates, but we are not grace mates. Everybody and the grace they carry. And everybody and the calling they have. Receive them. You may not like their skin color, but receive them. You may not like their race, but receive them. You may not like their, the way they speak English, but you, you have to receive them. Receive them. Receive them for who they are. You know, like, I am grateful to God for the Healing Room Global Family. A lot of them have received me. A lot of them who are on the WhatsApp platform who have not yet received me. And yet they want the anointing on me. How can you want the anointing on me, yet you have not received me? It, it will not work. That is why they are, they are still not receiving anything. So receive the man, the man himself. Receive him just as he is. Like him, love him. No, receive the man, receive him. Receive the man. When you receive the man, the anointed, then you can receive the anointed. You understand? Yeah. Number two, the second key is that believe them. Believe them. Believe the prophet. If you want to receive, if you want to tap into them, to the grace they carry, then believe them. Believe them. Believe them. I told you that Jesus said that a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin and family, in his own house, except in his own house. Then when you read Mark, Mark chapter 6, verse 5, he said, and Jesus could not do mighty works except to lay hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he said that verse 6, he, he marveled because of their unbelief. They did not believe him. They did not believe. So if you want to be blessed by Jesus, then believe him. If you want to be blessed by the prophet and the unction he carries, then believe him. You see, some people believe, I'm just using myself as an example because I have only me here. <laughs> some people believe me. Some people don't believe me. There are people who believe me so much that when I say, sister, call me at seven, they will call me at seven. When I tell them that, do this and something will happen, they will do. Why? Because they believe me. But there are people who don't believe. They don't believe. You see, Bible says in 2 Chronicles 20, 20, it says, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe also in his prophets, and ye shall prosper. 
So you must believe the man. Believe. When you believe your prophet, then you will receive, you'll be able to tap into the unction they carry. Number three key is honor them. Honor them. Honor them. Honor your prophet. Honor your prophet. Are we together? Honor your prophet. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor. You see, you know, I, I don't know if you are here. You see, there are some statements when Apostle Paul makes the statement. We know. But this one, it is not coming from Paul. It is not coming from Peter. It is coming from the mouth of Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself, that he, he didn't say that a, a, a pastor is not without honor. Unfortunately, that's what that, I'm, I'm being specific. This is scripture. I'm, I'm going contextually. He didn't say uh, a, a cat kiss is not without honor. He didn't say, uh, he said a prophet is not without honor. In other words, every prophet is not, a, a, if there's a prophet and there's, there's no honor, then maybe that, that one does not exist. In other words, every prophet must be honored. You know, it is if, if Jesus said it, then it must be very important. If Jesus said it, then it must be important. Why would he attach honor to the prophet? It means that it's very important for him. So if you want to tap into what they carry, then honor them. Honor, honor them. Are we together? Honor them. When you read Romans chapter 13, when you read Romans chapter 13, I think the verse number seven, Romans chapter 13, verse number seven, Bible says that, render therefore all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and honor unto whom honor. Owe no man anything. You understand? Romans 13, seven. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Render therefore, to all their dues. Give unto everyone tribute to whom tribute is due. Like we always say, give honor to whom honor is due. That's, that's why it is. It's in the Bible. Give honor to whom honor is due. Give honor to whom honor is due. So if you, if you honor your prophet, then you, you tap. There are many ways of honoring them. If, you are, if I tell you do this, then you don't, you don't honor me. If I tell you lie down, you don't lie down, you don't honor me. So honor is when you are obedient to the person. You can also honor the person when you take care of the needs of the person. When you take care of the needs of the person. If your father and your mother are alive and you don't do anything to take care or support any of their needs, then you are not honoring them enough. You understand? But when you honor them, it means that there is a need they have that you are trying to support, then you are honoring them. So go, go to the prophet and ask the prophet, what is your need? Ask, the, ask him, what is your need, prophet? And let him tell you the need he has, the need she has, the need they have. And by they telling you, at least you will know and try to, you know, that is how it's, then you are, that is when you are honoring them. Sometimes they may not tell you, but you can find a way to honor them. You understand? Sometimes you can honor them by your talent. You, you, are, you, are, you are an IT maestro in the whole of Africa. Why don't you use that IT knowledge you have to support the man of God's ministry or the woman of God's ministry? That is what we call honor. Honor is service. When you serve, when you support their needs to, to solve their problems, you are honoring them. That is honor. That is honor. If you are working with a, 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 an elderly person, and the elderly person is carrying a burden, and you are working with him, 
and you are also carrying your own burden. But when you decide to tell him, let me carry your own and add it to mine, it means that you have you have you have sacrificed the the heat you are going through, despite carrying your own burden. You have decided to go your out, go all out, or go out of your way to carry another person's the elderly person's burden to add to yours. When that happens, that is when honor is working. That is honor. That is honor. Where are we? Number what? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Number four. Number four. Recognize them as fathers. Recognize them as fathers. Recognize your prophet as a father. Recognize her as a mother. Recognize them as fathers. <laughs> and this year, this one is very funny. If your husband is a prophet, recognize him as a husband, but also recognize him as a father, as a spiritual father. Do you understand? If you lose that recognition, you, you always receive a husband's reward, but you will never receive a prophet's reward. Am I talking to somebody? If you are being blessed, I want you to go to the chat box and type something. Let me know if you are following. You see, I'm, I'm, these things I'm sharing, they are very, they are very deep. Oh, you see, they are very deep. You see, oh, Jesus. It is very difficult when the person is your brother and you are supposed to recognize him as a father. It takes a certain level of humility for you to be able to do that. If you are not very humble and if you don't know what you want, you can never do that. I'm telling you, you can never do it. When you were born from the same womb and that person is your brother and you know him, you've lived with him, you've worked with him, yet you are supposed to see that person as a spiritual father. When, you see, it, it, it takes a certain high dimension of humility for you to be able to do that. You can never, it's difficult because the person is a brother, yet you must see him as a father. That is where the difficulty is. But when, you see, for those of you who the, you have no um, physical relationship with, you, the person is not your brother or your uncle or nothing, you just met the person supernaturally or whatever way. And it is very easy for you to say, oh, you are my spiritual father. But when the person is your classmate, you sat in the classroom with, the, the person is your, your brother, the person is your husband, the person is your wife, and you are supposed to see the person as a prophet. It is very difficult, but you can do it because people have done it. People have done it. So I am saying that if you see your husband who is a prophet as only a husband, you will always forever receive a husband's reward. But you will never, you will never receive a prophet's reward. That one, you can never receive it because that one comes to those who receive them in the name or as a prophet. You can never receive it. So recognize them as fathers. So if your husband is a prophet, he's also your spiritual father. Recognize them. Sometimes when you meet your spiritual father, you see, you, your spiritual father will not tell you, come and let me pray for you. Sometimes you have to carry your head to them. I remember it is just some few years ago, I've not been able to do it. Got my spiritual father, one of them, he has traveled outside of the country for some time now. I'm talking about prophet. Every birthday, you know, I celebrate my birthday on 11th and his is 12th December. Mine is 11th December. And every birthday, I will go and look for the man and I will sow a seed and I will put my head, I will kneel down, carry my head to him and I will let him lay hands on my head and invoke the heavens and the oil upon my life. I will do that every year. So at least every year, I have a covering of the father. I remember when I was traveling from Accra to my first station in Yagba in the north, my spiritual father, Prophet Bernard, Bernard he came to my house. 
came to my house. He was the last person that prayed for me and farewelled me the day I was leaving. He came as early as 6 a.m. He came, he came to give me a Bible and gave me an, a check. He said, I take it. And he, that was the farthest covering. I record, he, he said, meanwhile, he did not just come, but I had carried my head to him several times until he himself said, go, you go home, me, I will come and do something for you. When you carry your head to the father, your father will also carry the anointing to you. Ah, oh, Jesus. Recognize them as fathers. <laughs> Elisha said, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. Number five, acknowledge them as masters. This is the last but one. Acknowledge the prophet as masters. Masters. Acknowledge them as what? Masters. Acknowledge. You have to acknowledge your prophet as masters. <laughs> no. Acknowledge them as I remember in, in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse number um, 2 Kings chapter 3, verse number 11. There's something that happened there. I, let me just quickly read for you, then you all will be bringing it to an end very soon. I believe that all of us have been blessed tonight. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 11. He said, But Jehoshaphat said, Oh. Oh, not even that one. Not even that one. Not even that one. Not even that one. Let me, let me look, go to Second Kings chapter 2, verse 5. Yeah, that one is proper. That one is proper. That one is proper. When we read chapter 2, verse 5, it says, And the sons of the prophets, that's where Jericho came to Elisha, and they said, Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you today? So you see, the sons of the prophet said, do you know, they said to Elisha, do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you? So it means that Elijah was the master of Elisha. No wonder Elisha carried what his master carried. So you need to sometimes acknowledge them as your masters. Now then the last thing is that you need to, if you want to tap into the prophetic ministry that is God has brought to you, then you need to pour water into their hands. Pour water or pour water, depending on the English school you attend. Pour water, pour water, water. Pour water into their hands. Pour water into their hands. Pour water into their hands. When we read 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 11, where I read earlier, Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the Lord by him? And one of the kings, one of the king of Israel's servants said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who poured water on the hands of Elisha. On, on Elijah. So Elisha was pouring water on the hands of Elijah. He was pouring water. He was pouring water. So pouring water has a lot of things. It has a lot of meanings. It has a lot of meanings. It has a lot of meanings. Uh -huh. It means to save. It means to serve. When you are pouring water on the hands of your master, it means you are serving your master. You are serving your master. And Proverbs 27 verse 8 says, Whosoever keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. Do you understand that? Whoever keepeth the fig tree shall eat. So the fig tree you keep is the fig tree you eat the fruit thereof. The fig tree you don't keep, you can never eat from it. Then he said, he that waited on his master shall be honored. So if you want to enjoy the fruit of the fig tree, then keep it. So those who serve and pour water on the hands of their prophet, they are the ones who receive what they must receive. They are the ones who receive what they must receive. 
they are the ones who receive what they must receive. You see, one way or the other, whether you like it or not, God will orchestrate your path so that you walk into the life of the of a prophet. One way or the other, whether you like it or not, as you move on in life and you get to certain phases in your life, because you must move to the next level of restoration, of deliverance, of rescue, of divine help, of all the things we spoke about, God will intentionally plant a prophet in your life. But if you're not careful, you will be around the person and you will never tap into what they carry. So I have taught you six keys that can help you to tap into the prophetic ministry that God has brought to you. Either God will send the prophet to you or God will direct you to them. One way or the other, God will do any of these things. You understand? Nobody encounters a prophet and goes the same way they came. And when you encounter them, you receive a reward. They carry a reward. We call it the reward of a prophet. And one of the rewards of a prophet is the reward of transformation. I want us to pray in the next five minutes. You are lifting up your voice and you are telling God, Oh God, let me tap into this grace. Give me the grace to tap into this prophetic ministry you have given me, that you have given to your servant, Emmanuel Lord. Let me tap into this grace. Are you ready to pray this prayer? And when you are done, I want you to pray and say, God, anything that this anointing must do in my life tonight, let it happen. Begin to pray. 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 My Gadaba. Oh, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Let somebody under the sound of my voice walk in this dimension of the prophetic in the name of Jesus. Let somebody be blessed. Let somebody be blessed. Let somebody be blessed. Let somebody be blessed. In the name of Jesus.